0: Escobar on the beat legend talks I King legend talks I ready yo 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 King legend talks I
1: Good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. How are you doing, brother?
2: I'm excellent. God bless you, man. Thank you so much for coming through for the platform. Awesome, awesome, awesome. It's it's an
1: honor to be here. Thank you so much for bringing me onto your
2: platform. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. So everyone, this is the one and only Joseph Benjamin. Welcome to the King Legend Talks. It's an honor awesome. to really have you today. You've been doing so much for the kingdom, man. I just got to say... Thank you for all you do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's grace. It's grace. It's
1: grace. Same grace that is sustaining us up until this point. Yes, it
2: is. But thank I, God for that grace. Absolutely. So I'm going to be completely transparent, man. I was on Instagram one day, and I'm scrolling through, and I run across your profile, and I said, man, this guy's on fire for God, right? <laughs> I said, this this is what I need on my platform right here. <laughs> and then and then the song and all of you, that hit home. I, I got to say that hit home. Like when I first heard it, I had to mm. listen to it all the way through. It was wow. just, it, it brought a presence with the song that was so mm. beautiful. Um, mm. and, and I just felt that Holy Spirit when I was listening to it, man. So Amen. I just want to say that song right there was a touch from heaven, man.
1: Thank you so much, Dion. You know, amazingly that this song has the testimonies and the feedback have just been so humbling. Like, I've just been speechless, honestly. I've been speechless. And um, like I, like I wrote in the description of the song, you know, the song stems from my walk. It stems from my place of rediscovery and redefinition. OK, you only th- you, you think, you, you know what you're doing or like you, you've hit the, the very core of it on. You, you think you have until God reveals another dimension to your walk. And mm. then you'll understand that. Look, this walk is progressive. We're constantly growing. We're constant. God is not someone who is the same. You, you understand he's not he doesn't come within the same pattern. Okay, even though the Bible says it's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore, that means. he, the God the God the God as a spirit, the God as we know, our Father, is the same. He doesn't change, but his ways cannot be described. His ways. We, 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 can, we cannot fathom his ways. We, we, cannot, we cannot sectionalize his ways. He chooses to come how he wants to come. He could come like, he could come like a gentle voice in the wind, he could come like a like a the thunder, he could come like the waves any way he wants to come. Right. So all we just need to do is make ourselves flexible in his hands and just align ourselves with his thoughts, align ourselves with his plans, so that way we can be effective.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. You know, one of the biggest things you can do is make yourself available for God. Ooh, and, yes. And, and you know, it sounds so crazy, because you think about it. I say God with the love or respect of who he is. He created mm-hmm. the entire universe. Just mm-hmm. think about the way he can look at it like, you making yourself available for me? But God just treats everybody like that with that love, that unconditional love. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I know some people that won't even show up late for court because they ain't fair to judge. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we should kind of have that same level of respect. When I say mm-hmm. kind of, I mean, we really should have more. Sure, yes. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah. but just to thing. In spite of all of that, he treats us all with the same love, you know. Exactly. And um, I think just just amazing, just in general. And I mm-hmm. know that there's a disconnect from a lot of people, um, mm-hmm. because some people they haven't experienced that in their life. So when they look at people who have, mm-hmm. they kind of consider us a little bit crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like like we out there. Mm. Hmm. But Absolutely. once you once you feel that finger of God on your life, man, when I if anybody listen, I'm gonna tell you like there is no no other doubt you can possibly have. None. You're showing None. a different perspective. So I wanna talk about that moment in your life where you felt that connection for the first time. Like where where it just was different than anything else where it just connected with you. What was that moment like for you?
1: Wow. See, Dion, it's, it's amazing, that you know, because, you know, when we first started and I said to you that you think you actually have hit the core of this walk but until he shows you a different dimension of this. You know, um, for me, it would be when I moved over to the United States. OK, and for all of the times I've lived in Nigeria my whole life i've worked in nigeria everything i've done has been in nigeria and then i had i've always wanted i've been traveling back and forth you know all of you know and all and but i wanted to come here and kind of like create um a path for myself in the industry here especially in the film and television industry i had everything all you know figured out i dotted all the i's i crossed all the t's you know and Mm -hmm. I I had myself set to come, you know, and everything was hinged on certain promises that that um, conversations I've had with certain people that said, oh, yes, yes, we have all this outline for you. All these gigs are outlined for you. So the moment you come, you hit the ground running. Mm -hmm. I promise you, Dion, I was going on that. I didn't know everything was purposed by design by the one who orchestrates everything, our father. So here I am, I blew myself all the way to the United States. And guess what, Beyond? I come to the United States on, I, I'm sure during the course of this story, I'll, I'll speak about that. I'll, 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 I'll expand more on that. But let's just say I came here and the next thing I get a rude awakening, a rude shock. Everything fell through. Everything I, I came hinged on fell through. It mm-hmm. fell totally. And then he made me understand that. He made, he arranged everything, orchestrated it for me to come, and all of that, and everything fell through because he needed my attention. He needed me to focus on him. Right. That he needed, and so he needed to take me away from the familiar. And then this is the breaking point. This is the point, Dion. You know, just like Moses, how Moses was, was born in the palace. Okay. He was born in the palace so he could know their ways. He could understand the workings of the Egyptians. He had been foretold that he would be the one to lead the Israelites out. Okay. Mm. And then Moses tried to help the process. By when he tried to, you know, he killed that Egyptian. And then he came out later on. He saw those Israelites and like, hey, you know, the Savior has come to say, look, do you want to kill us? Like he killed that Egyptian. And Moses had to flee to the mountains. Guess what? He was there for 40 years. And for those 40 years, Moses had to be stripped away from everything he ever knew. All mm. that he was born into so that he could become who he needs to become. So, and in becoming who he needs to become so that he can be able to see God clearly. So it was not until the 48th year he had the burning bush experience because at that point he was ready. There was nothing standing in the way anymore for him to hear clearly from God. So that was my point when he stripped me off of everything that I was, everything that I'd ever known to become who I am right now. It's still a progressive thing. So that was my point, beyond.
2: Man, <laughs> I was shed a tear right there. You took me all the wow. way on the journey, man. Like, uh, it, that's so powerful because I think a lot of people can really put themselves in those shoes, right there. You know, we we be in situations where we really don't understand the why. A lot of people always ask, like, why is this happening to me? You know, why am I going through this? And we never understand in that moment. But what I've learned in life is. You heard the saying, what doesn't kill you make you stronger. What I've learned in life is if you're able to live through that situation, it will become a lesson. That experience you will never be able to um have, like just like that moment, because you learned something there. And and there's a value when you go through something that mm-hmm. sometimes there's a lesson you can't learn unless you actually experience. It. And so for an example, my situation, I ended up in the hospital. Now, prior to the hospital, um, to make a long story short, I felt like I was doing my thing, man. I was all over the place. I'm, I'm taking photos. I'm I'm doing big gigs and things like this. And then it was like the moment I started to feel myself, the moment I was like, uh, yeah, you know what? This could work. I, I think I got this. The moment I started saying, I too much that's when I got set down. And the way God humbled me was he put me in a position where it was like there was nothing I could do.
0: Mm. There was
2: nothing I could do on my own to get out of that mm. situation where I mm. had to look up to God for help. Mm. And mm. and a lot of people that know me from then versus now, they be like, oh, you changed, man. What's, what you got going on, man? You're not the same person. And it's because I had that experience. You get what I'm saying? So if I wouldn't have had that experience, who knows where I'd be right now. And then that experience True. changed the course of my life. You see, some experiences people go through is supernatural. And God is intervening in the natural. And so there's a lot of things that's going on in your life. You really don't know why they're happening. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. God is up there working. He's working. Yes. Yes. He's, he's at the beginning, he's in the middle, and he's also in the end. Yes. Yeah. So I think that's a big, big deal that you just hit, man, because that's, that's important because that could really apply to a lot of people. Beyond,
1: yes. But the problem is and the reason why a lot of us have not gotten to that point where we have that encounter or that significant encounter because there are two things. You could have an encounter, okay, which is like a prelim Right. But when you have the significant encounter is when you have a life, trans- that is, it's life transforming. And right. the reason why a lot of us have not been able to get there is because we're still locked into ourselves.
2: Absolutely. You got to let yourself go so you can accept God. Oh,
1: yes. And the reason why we're still too locked into ourselves is because we would rather hold on to this, which for us is significant. Right, And meanwhile, right. God is saying that that is not the fullness of who you are. That is not who you are, but we've allowed that to define us. That's why we feel like, no, if I let go of this, now what becomes of me is because you've allowed what you are define you as opposed to who you are to define you. What happens when you cease being what you are? That means you cease to exist, right? right. Because right. you've allowed what you are define you. You're first a human being before a human doing. Right. You get it? Yeah. But we've so allowed what we are define us. That's why it's so hard to let go and let God. hmm
2: Yes. That's important. That's definitely important. Let go and let God. You know, I think at the end of the day, God just wants us to trust Him. I mean, yes. at the end of the day, that's really what He wants from us. He wants He wants your unconditional love and that trust. Yes, yes. You know, um, it's, that's where, that's really the root of faith. Yes. It's really, it's really trusting God. It's like, I can't do this on my own, but God, I know you there. I know you got my back. So I'm going to put this in your hand. And when you leave God with that amount of trust, that amount of faith, he's going to show up for you every single time. Yes. A lot of people, they forget that, you know, Um, you know, we, we ask for things. But then do you really believe? Do you really have faith? Do you, you really know? have faith is
1: the word, Dion. That is the word. Yeah. Because it's easy to say yes, I do have faith. But when the, when it comes to the point where you have to exercise that faith, mm-hmm. when you have to show it, are you able to let go? Right. Are you able to let go? Like when you, it makes you go against everything you've ever believed, everything you've ever held onto, everything you've ever trusted. Absolutely.
2: Are, are you able to let go? Man, <laughs> we preach it over here today.
1: Oh man, y'all. <DL. laughs>
2: yes. So let's talk about let's talk about your um your your life, mm-hmm. and I know that's a big big thing to talk about here. Mm-hmm. You're talking about childhood, all the way up to you becoming the person you are today. Mm-hmm. What are some of the hard lessons that you had to learn, um, uh, to get you at this place you're at right now? <laughs>
1: um. I learned I I learned independence at a very young age, okay. Uh, I was born into a good home, a good family, a good home. Everything was great, the kind of home every child would desire to be born into. OK, but for some reason, like now I look back at it, I'm like, it, it, it's, it's all good. It was all purpose by design. OK, because things, of course, my stepfather was I was born into a, a family. My stepfather raised me. I was born by it, it, or I was raised by a white man, a Dutch man. OK, and of course, my mother is Nigerian. And so my life had um, a certain trajectory. OK, because of the way I was raised. And then down the line, all of this fell apart. And then I'm shot into a life that I was never prepared for,
2: mm. never
1: prepared for. I'm talking, Dion, you getting, like, I'm talking about you becoming independent as early as your at 17, 18. Wow. 17, 18. That's when I, st- I started learning independence. I started learning how, I I was like, I know here in the States, usually when uh, you're in high school, during summer breaks, they, you know, a lot of these kids, they take um, jobs and all of that. And when you come out of school, yeah, yeah. Right. the system is designed a certain way. But in Nigeria, it is not that way. In Nigeria, there's a certain um, path that you have to follow. You go to school, you come out of school, it, you're not supposed to be out of school, okay? You are not supposed to be out of school. Then at a young age, you get shot. You're out in the streets. I'm wow. talking about I was out there at a young age learning from those who were out there on the streets. Right. But guess guess what, Dion? The beautiful part about that is the fact that I was out there in the streets learning from those who were on the streets, but the streets did not define me. That's you know, it's easy. You know, it's very easy for the, for the streets to define who we are, but the streets did not define me. Because I don't know, but now I understand that it was all God calling. It was all God orchestrating everything. Because for some reason, I, I constantly kept finding myself yearning for more, mm-hmm. g- grasping for beyond where I was, beyond this. And for mm-hmm. some reason, God just kept connecting me to people who could, you know, navigate, help me navigate my way, find a path. And there was always at a time when I felt like, okay, this was it. Like, you know, do you know what? Let me just go wild. There was always someone who would pull me in and said, look, young man, I've got this job for you. Can you do this? Can you do that? So I started learning how to use my hands, hard work, how to become diligent at a young age. So mm-hmm. all of these things were forming me. And God bless my mother, okay? It was not easy for her to raise four kids alone, a single parent, a mother, three boys and a girl. Wow. Yes, three boys and a girl. And you know how it is. As a boy, you have this thing about you wanting to, you know, do something for your family. I'm the second of, of four, 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 four children wanting to do something for your family. Be, be, be that person. Try to, you know, and in, yeah. in trying to do that, you get into the wrong groups, the wrong connections, the wrong kind of people. I promise you, Dion, um, a lot of people from Nigeria who know about my story don't know the side of it. This is the first right. time I'm saying this and that
2: I did i i, I got in, i got into a lot of crazy things right dion, it's, I mean easy, crazy. it's easy for people to look on the outside looking in to try and say oh he he lucky he can sing so he got his nah. way paved out in front of him dion
1: i promise you no and then some people who get to
2: hear this side are like joseph no way you didn't go through
1: i say yes i went through that at a young age okay i know here in america Um, If you say, look, you work in a bakery, you are because back there, the kind of um, transportation systems we have are buses that have a driver and then someone who collects the money from the from the passengers. That's a conductor. Okay, Mm -hmm. Uh, I've had that happen. Exactly. So, Dion. So this is me looking for how to fend for myself. I'm working in a bakery, a bakery that. I promise back in Nigeria then, you'd say you were working the bakery like you looked at, like, seriously, why was I working a bakery? Because the job provided accommodation. I didn't want to sleep out on the streets. That's why I say the streets did not define me. I was looking for a way. I was on the streets, but I did not want to be a product of the streets because right. the job came with an accommodation. And when that one, at a point when that one folded up, I had to go out there. I was shut out into the streets again. I'm looking for where to live. I find myself in this building where I see a lot of boys who, who like, people, everyone just taking their corners and all, and then for some reason, I reach out to this guy who drives a bus. I'm like, hey, are you willing to take me on? He said, look, you don't look fit for this kind of job. I said, look, I need to feed. I need to, I need to live. He brought right. me on. I tell wow. people that. So I became a conductor in Nigeria. When I tell people that, like, Joseph, you went through, I say, yes, wow. yes. I I did that. All of these things I had to do because they came with accommodation. They came with some semblance of a balanced life. Mm
2: -hmm. Okay? And
1: all through the while I was going through all of this, there was a higher calling pulling out to me, saying there's more, there is more, there is more. I I love it. There is more, there is more. And that kept pushing me, pushing me, pushing me, pushing me to places where I meet up with people. And then all of a sudden, this fateful day. There's this young dude who um, lives in the area there. You know, sometimes I go to his house and the reason I go there is because I I just sit down with him because I go there for food. Mm -hmm. I go there for food because I just sit there for a while. I know at the end of every conversation, he, he goes into the house and brings out food. So there we sat down and a lot of people did not know what I was going through in the area at the time, okay? And so this one day he says to me, do you want to walk with me to this studio in this, um, just down the road here? They do a lot of um, castings for TV commercials and and all of that. Would you want to come with me? I said, yeah. And beyond that's where the story changed.
2: Wow. Wow. I
1: I came there with this guy. So the owner of the studio, he's an African-American. He passed on last year now. He's... um. His name is Lloyd Weaver. When this dude saw me, he said, I love you. Like, I love your charisma. I love your your natural talent. That's where my journey into film and television started from. From that point, they auditioned me for a TV commercial. I did a commercial back in the day. For those who are watching, there's some Nigerians here, you know, from back in the day, we had this brand of um, soda called Fanta Chapman. I, Mm -hmm. I did a commercial there. From there, the story started changing. I got into a kiddie's folk show called Tales by Moonlight from back in the day then. And Dion, that's where it started moving. And this is me trying to break things down. You know, kind of like try to summarize it a bit. get it. I'm like all the
2: way from a conductor to Uh, here.
1: Dion, 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 Uh. I promise you. I promise you. And in that period when I was living this, Dion, I had one pair of shoes. A pair of shoes and uh, a pair of khaki pants and a shirt. I always put that in a plastic bag because I had nowhere to live. That was my pillow. It was my pillow. And guess what? The shoes had had they had, they had worn. They, those shoes were so worn that they had two holes on the bottom of those shoes. So I hardly wore those shoes when it rained. I couldn't go anywhere when it rained. Mm-hmm. My plastic bag was my pillow. So you know the regular boxes you guys have here that you can go take from the Home Depot and all of that. We mm-hmm. usually have all of that. That was my bed.
2: Mm. That was my bed. Some people don't know. They don't know the real struggle, man. They don't know oh, how man. far you done came. I mean, sometimes when you sit back and you reflect on all of that, that, those situations oh. and moments in your life, I know you got to take a moment.
1: Man.
2: God I'm, really so, I'm you sorry, through.
1: man. I'm sorry, man. You know, no, you good. Take your time. it got me so emotional, man. Yeah, I get it. Because when I look at it, and so that's why when I came to America... When I was seen... I'm sorry about that, man.
2: Take your time, brother. Uh, the testimony sorry, is man. a delivery for somebody else. Somebody else needed to hear this.
1: See, Dion, that's why Um, when I eventually made...
2: Oh, uh, man.
1: Lauren. Whew.
2: You got this. Oh man, man! Uh. I'm sorry, man. Oh Lord. Well, you got me over here I'm about to share the tear. I'm about to share one right now for you. Oh, this man. is uh this is real, man. I appreciate it. Shoot. I see that pain you've been through and the and the struggle and how you still here, man. You made it through all of that. Now I understand how how much. Shoot. See how how God has really blessed you.
1: And, oh my good Lord. Okay. And you see, that is my story. The part of the process of my story. And a lot of people in the industry and in nigeria don't know this okay and eventually when i uh man I'm sorry when i came out and people started seeing me they were like hey where did he just spring out from mm-hmm. i'd been on this for a while god was preparing me but guess what dion what even got me more emotional right now is that was just the beginning you know transitioning to america here was actually the high point of it all.
2: That was just the beginning.
1: That was just the beginning, Dion. And, of course, eventually, yes, I become this big star who's everything and all, but along the line What I'm getting even more emotional is along the line, God saw that the very thing that he gave me,
2: God is good. Oh, Lord. God is good. This is what I tell people. If you've Uh, never experienced God before in your life, once you have that one experience, that one accountable, you'll never ever feel the same. And when you see what he's going through right now, oh, man. it's that moment of gratitude. He knows see, what he's been through.
1: See, uh, Dion. God saw that the very thing that he had given me the privilege to, to experience, you know, this um, platform, this brand that has been created, it was beginning to get in the way of the of the very purpose for which he brought me into it. And the purpose was for me to be a light in there. But I was getting carried away by the system. I was getting carried away by the industry. So he had to pull me away from all that I was. Dion, that was the most, the most humbling and the most trying phase of my life. Right. Because I'm sitting back here, I've been here for six, almost six years now, You know. I'm sitting back here, and I'm like, all that I've ever known has been in the industry, right? And then God pulls all of that away from me. He takes all of that away from me. And I'm here wondering, like, why is this so? That I understand that he allowed me, he pulled me away from there, because if I was in there, he would not have gotten my attention to be able to restructure me. Said my foundation was wrong, everything was a mess. Mm. And so it, it, it went against everything that I, that I believed, in, everything I knew. And why it hurt so much for me at that point, until I let go, then I realized all oh, was for my good. Why it hurt so much was because I know what I went through to get there. I know, I know, I know what I went through to be there, to be that person. Right. And I know how, how I had to fight my way. I know how much rejection, how much failure, how much pain I went through to get there. I know how much of that I went through. And then he takes it all the way. I'm like, because at that point I felt this was all I was. This is all I could ever be. But then through the process of this five, six years, he has made me understand, Joseph, all you ever were is not all there is to be. And all you've ever known is not all there is to know. Mm -hmm. So I had to take it all away so that you could learn everything you've learned, so that you can learn what you need to learn to become who you need to become. So when I take you back in there, when you go back in there now, You go a different person. You go transformed. And I promise you, Dion, I promise you, Dion, I see things totally different now, as in clearer, because Mm -hmm. God has, like, literally broken every fiber of me, every part of me, like everything. I mean, I'm sitting here and I'm wondering, There were times when I felt so bad that I'm like, Lord, what is this? I wanted to go back to Nigeria. I wanted to go back to Nigeria. Guess what? I couldn't even afford a plane ticket back to Nigeria.
2: Wow.
1: I couldn't. I couldn't. I came into this country with $1,500. That's all the money I had on a 14-hour flight home and abroad because I gave away everything when I was leaving Nigeria. Because wow. I came hinged on certain promises. And yes, when I got in here, I got signed on to one of the one of the top three agent agents in the southeast market. You know, my my dream then getting to Tyler Perry's productions and all. All of that was good and everything. But God had to take me through a process before eventually things started opening up. And then I booked some network shows here and there, and people were like, oh, Joseph has made it to Hollywood, but she don't know what I've had to go through.
2: They don't know. They don't don't know. know.
1: I tell people here, I'm shut into a life where I don't know what to do because all I've ever known for over 20 years, working in the TV and film and television industry, it's been just this. So I'm shut into a life where I'd have to work in the corporate industry. I don't know. I don't have any experience about that. Right. I don't have any experience. I'm like, what do I do? Like, here you are. And then you have to survive. You have to pay your bills. You have to, you have to pay your rent. All of those things. I didn't know where else to go. And then for some reason, for somehow, God just kept month after month. He was making it available for me month after month. Then suddenly someone gives me a car from nowhere. Mm. and then. Next thing, I'm driving for Uber. I'm driving for Lyft. I'm delivering, tr- um, then eventually from that, I'm delivering packages for Amazon with Amazon trucks. I picked a few Nigerians when I was driving for Uber and Lyft and they see me, like, Joseph Benjamin? I say, yes, it's me. They're like, wow. Some of them end up take, taking pictures with me then when I was driving for Uber and for Lyft. You know, And a lot of times, a lot of them leave the car, my, my car so motivated because it turns out to be a motivational session. Because when I'm literally giving them my, the breakdown of my life and they live so inspired, like, man, if you could be like this, right? because like we know you, you know, and these are part of the processes. And then I've had stories like people say, oh, he's falling off the bandwagon. He's like, like, like left, you know, a lot of, a lot of versions of who I, who I am now, what I do, you know, and mm-hmm. all of that, God kept saying to me, this is part of it. This is part of the process. When they don't, what people don't understand, they try to define, and so that's when he brought me and pulled me into that place of intimate, what, like intimacy with him. Because music has always been number one. I started in the church. I'm still singing in the church, right. and he pulled me back into the place and said, this is a time for your experiences right now and the the um, the the tangibility of of. These moments to be expressed through your music, and that's what transitioned into this.
2: But wow, <sighs> oh, let, me you, man. let me let me tell you something. This is one of the yeah. things I've learned this year.
1: Yeah,
2: I've learned that sometimes the struggles you go through, yeah. it's not for you; it's for yeah. others. Oh, tell me about it, Dion. Tell so me. So when about you go it. through those situations in your life, you look at it like, man, why this happened to me? I'm, I'm going through so much pain right now. But God is really putting you in a position so that way you can relate to somebody else who's going through that pain. Dion. And when okay. that person that's going through that pain look at you in that situation, they're going to be inspired because they're going to say, wow, if this person went from Nigeria with two holes in his shoes, couldn't wear them in the rain, to being a conductor on a bus, to coming all the way to the United States in 2016, to having everything stripped away from him to this position he's in right now. I mean, even driving Uber, <laughs> Amazon, to so being in this position right now, in spite of all of that, Dion. think about how many people is going to be inspired by that. <laughs> that's going through less. Dion, Dion, think about that. brother, brother,
1: I said to you that this very thing you saying is the very thing that has been impressed in my heart to know that yes, your journey has been for those. I'm talking Dion. I'm talking Joseph Benjamin, and A-lister in Nigeria, like leading man, everything. Then you come here and you're totally, Everything starts from the very bottom. I knew starting in an industry here, I had to start from the very beginning, but I didn't know that it was going to be like that. Dion, I promise you, there were times I'd almost given up. I'm like, you know what? This acting, I'm done. I'm done. I haven't had moments where I spoke, told my wife, you know what? I'm done. I told my pastor, I'm like, you know what? I think I'll just, let me just get into corporate America, forget this. And he said to me, no, no, you're not. Those are, even before, the, before I started, booking the things i was booking here said no you're not done that god is using your process to inspire others Mm. and at the end of the day they know it's possible but guess what do not envy the result if you're not willing to go through the process
2: Ooh, i need to say that for the person in the back so they can hear
1: do not envy the result if you're not willing to go through the process There is always a process.
2: Absolutely. There
1: is always a process. Ask Moses, he will tell you. Ask all of the greats in the Bible. There is always a process. And the process breaks you and tears you apart. It takes away everything from you. Salvation is free. But the anointing
2: will cost you
1: everything.
2: And people definitely, they don't understand that. They really don't. You know, a lot of people, they just get in the position. They think everything's supposed to be so easy. You know, Mm -hmm. um, I have a different mindset when it comes to success. Success for me isn't about being rich. It's not about having 100 cars in your driveway. It's not about none of that. Success for me is really having that pure divine relationship with the creator and a lot of people they miss out on that because you can have all this stuff in this world but if you die with it you can't take it with you so when you die would you consider your life a success or a failure because to me a success is being able to go to the one who created you that's success anything outside of that is straight failure and so a lot of times here on this earth we get this distracted, man. There's so much stuff going on, and um, and and I'm being completely honest and transparent here uh, for the people that's listening in right now. That's why I kind of changed the direction of my show. If you guys noticed, you know, originally the podcast was all about following your dreams, being successful and all of this stuff, and it was just kind of all about you, but I lost focus on what it was really about. You know, helping one another out, showing that love that God showed us. You know, I lost sight of that. And so I apologize to all my listeners who's listening in, who's ever listened to in all my previous interviews and how they were always driven on success. And all of that is cool. You know, um, I believe success is important in life, but it's not all about success. At the end of the day, what God wants from us is to show everyone that we're loved. If we just follow the simple things that he wanted us to do, we'd be in such a better place. Mm. Such a better place. If we Mm. loved our enemies. Mm. If everyone in this world right now loved their enemies, can you Mm. imagine the impact that one could do? Mm. Just that one. Forgive those who trespass against you. If Mm. you just practice forgiveness, Mm. how many hearts will be relieved? Because Mm -hmm. when you don't forgive others, you really holding this burden this grudge in your own heart so while this other person is not even thinking about it guess who is you are you're thinking about it all day every day you're dwelling on it you haven't forgiven this person so if you release that and you forgive Mm. now you can move on but if you don't forgive you're going to stay stuck in that position Mm. absolutely so i say all of that because i think that's important that's that's where we're headed with this. Um, And I want people to understand Mm. the dialogue that we're having, the reason we're having it. Mm -hmm. You know, um, Mm -hmm. so I appreciate you so much for sharing that with us because that journey is amazing that you've been through. And I think what's even better about the process is that you've always had a different position in your life. Mm -hmm. You didn't stay in the same place. No. So even when you were at your low you didn't stay at your love. So I don't know who needs to hear this. Regardless of who's listening right now, whatever yeah. position you're in in your life right now, it may not be the ideal situation. It may not be where you want to be. But you should always know this is not the end for you. It doesn't stop here. I don't care if you're flipping burgers at McDonald's and you're like, listen, man, I'm at McDonald's. I hate my job, man. I come in here every day and I I can barely afford my my bills and I got all these different situations going on in my life. Take a moment, breathe. Look around you. Just think about it. Just think about Mm -hmm. it. If you just breathe, Mm -hmm. you're already blessed. Mm -hmm. I tell people this all the time. is that God blesses you before you brush your teeth in the morning. When you first wake up and you go, that's a blessing. Yes. Sir. Now you times that by how many times you do it before you go to bed. At minimum, that's how many times he blessed you today already. Yes, we take sir. a lot of the simple things for granted in life. Mm-hmm. When God is blessing you all day, every single mm-hmm. day, mm-hmm. and sometimes, to be honest, people don't even say thank you. Mm-hmm. And yet, mm-hmm. he still continues to bless you.
1: Yes, 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 so
2: yes. I wanted to yes. share that with everyone, man, because I think that's important that we all definitely have that understanding that we mm-hmm. are blessed you know we are all blessed even in your struggle you're blessed
1: yes
2: but the problem is we're so we're so
1: caught up in in some i don't know this ideology of you have to have some certain level of significance no no it's an ideology that has been you know pushed down our throat society forces comparative success on us. So you're literally constantly looking at the next man and like, no, but for the fact that, no, look at what that, you don't know that man's journey. You don't know what that person has been through. They, they probably might still be going through it. But what you're seeing right now is a, is, a, is, is a different phase of their journey. But you are so, you're so stuck up in what you see, and then you feel like your life is a mess, you're a failure. You are not a failure. It's because you've allowed, you've allowed certain, certain ideologies sink in. Because the truth is, any social construct that you accept as a construct becomes your reality. And that is what we have today. It becomes your reality. Because you are allowing yourself to get informed from various angles. Because the truth is, Dion, whoever is informing you is forming you.
2: That's true.
1: Do you understand? It's yeah. forming you, and that's why we have a lot of confused and and and, 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 and confused and hurt people today. Because you feel like where you are right now is God, like God has abandoned you. No, where you are, like you said. In the midst of that, your struggle, he's there. But guess what? You have to complete the process before you can go to the next level. There's a reason why you go from elementary to middle school to high school to college. You don't just go from elementary all the way to high school. No, there's an in between. All right? So you have to finish up from every process before you get to the next. Guess what? Why you have to go through that so that you can learn everything that you need to learn and be done with it and then acquire the knowledge that you need for the next phase. But the wow. problem is we're always in a hurry to go. No, go, go. When you're always in a hurry to go, you you will be in a hurry. See, you will fall in a, in a, in a flash.
2: Absolutely. Hey, that's a bar right there. <laughs> Anybody that's out here, you got a dream, you want to go get it, go through that process, man. Do the homework. Do what it takes to be good at whatever it is you're doing. Study, you know, don't expect it to happen overnight because when you rush the process, then there is chaos. (laughs)
1: beyond there is chaos when you rush the process there's always chaos and i tell people whatever you compromise to get you have to compromise to sustain it is pretty simple you'd have to compromise to sustain okay so do not rush the process master one thing you can't master everything be good at that one thing and stand with it so guess what when you're good at that thing, you don't become a last resort. You become an option. Mm. So when they're looking for options, you are top of the list as an option, not the last resort. Because like, oh, look, uh, well, we've shut around and well, we can't find it. But well, ma- maybe we should just go with, with, her, with him or her. Why? No, because you've not allowed yourself to get grounded and ingrained in that thing that you're supposed to be doing. And the only way you can know that thing you're supposed to do it is when you look inwards and stop looking outward, because all that you need is in here.
2: Oh, my goodness. I don't know if they was ready for all this information. Uh, in I don't <laughs> know if they
1: was ready. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. So man.
2: let's talk about purpose. I just heard yeah. you say that. Mm-hmm. So purpose. For that yeah. one person that's trying to figure it out, mm-hmm. what, what words of encouragement could you have for no more advice? When it comes to finding your purpose. Okay. Like
1: I just said right now, look inwards, Look in you here first. All that you need to become is in you. You are enough. You are enough. But society tells you that there's more than me. See, look, there's a difference between sharpening your skills and trying to become something else. Those are two different opposites. But what we try to do today is we try to become something else because we feel this is who we're supposed to be because you're listening to everybody, but the one who is supposed to direct you. Mm.
2: Bingo. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. You're listening
1: to everyone, but the one who is supposed to direct you. And the only way he can direct you is when you shut out all the voices you silence all the voices, and then you focus on the one who created you. We are all different. And then he revealed to you who you're supposed to be. So that way you don't end up creating a version of yourself that you would not be able to recognize because you, you keep struggling to sustain this version of you that is so unreal because you've not allowed yourself to discover. And the only way you can discover
2: is from him. Wow, man, I'm about to download something for y'all right now. Here's, here's, what, I, here's what I'm what i thinking. Mm, mm. The way to find your purpose, you know, mm. and the, the way I break it down is like this. People wake up every day, they don't know what their purpose is. Mm. They're looking, they're looking mm. everywhere for it. Mm. When all you have to do is ask the one who created it. Yes, sir. It's so right simple. There. It's so simple. He made you for a reason. Nobody is here by accident. No. There is a reason for you to be here. And I can even take it even deeper. So many things had to happen for you to get here. Yeah. That it would be impossible for it to be for no reason. Mm. There's a reason that you're here today and the blessings that God has given you, all he needs you to do is ask him how to use them. Yes. Yes. See, a lot of people have to remember Mm -hmm. that God loves the world, Mm -hmm. right? And the point is, he blessed everybody in here to be evidence that God exists. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people that's doubting, like, I don't know if God is real, man. I don't know. Then it's so funny. We got something called God-given talents, right? Mm -hmm. You know what a God-given talent really is? That is a talent that is so unique to you that when people see it, they know it had to come from God. Oh. So when they come look at now. you, they look at that situation and say, man, I did not seen people shoot a basketball before, but man, oh. it's just something about when you shoot. Come I, on, just, Dion. I just never seen it done like that before. Come it's on, something Dion. so unique about you. Yeah. Yes. And for some people, it's not as obvious. Sometimes mm-hmm. you have to really dig down and get in that prayer closet and figure it out. Not everyone has those obvious talents where I was Mm -hmm. born, I'm a singer and I'm an athlete. Those are the most normal and and, uh, talents that's obvious. But what if you're an artist and you never picked up a pen? You know, you just haven't gave yourself that opportunity to allow God to really reveal himself to you Mm -hmm. in that way. Mm -hmm. You know, um, we can put ourselves in a box on who we think we are. We think we're, sometimes you can be okay at something mm-hmm. and you're working so hard to be great at it when God designed you in a way where you were perfect in this aspect. Mm-hmm. But you're so tunnel vision on this one thing that you're not even looking at what God already lets you know. See, when God mm-hmm. gives you a gift, you know what the gift is. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times we don't want the gifts. And that's what's crazy, isn't it? Sometimes we don't want the gifts that God gave us. Have you ever heard of a a, a basketball player that's really good at playing sports? And he thought, like, I don't even like basketball. I, I'm not, you know, like it's it's like I'm good at it, but I really don't want to do that. But God could be wanting to show Himself through you to help others. But because yes. deep down inside, you want to be a rapper. Mm. You- <laughs> You just give up on the whole basketball thing and then I'm all good, but that's what your, your talent was. That was that God-given talent that he gave you. So there's, yes. nothing, there's nothing worse than not using the talent God gave you or the gift God gave you. Mm. I mean, because this gift was designed to be used by you. Exclusive and you're, to you. Exclusive to you and you're sitting on it. How many people you know is actually sitting on a gift right now? And it's like, Man, you're so talented. What are you doing? You know, I hear all the time people always say, you know, we know. It's somebody that you know that's so talented right now. Mm-hmm. You're like, what are you doing? Like, why are you here right now? What do you got? Like, it, it sometimes it's that obvious to others, mm-hmm. you know? And what it comes down to is that relationship with God is not here. Yeah. It's not connected. Mm-hmm. They're not, they're leading their own life. Yeah. They're not following directions. Yes, yes. I yes. just wanted to share that, man, because that's that's something that really just came in my heart just now. So I got, um, I got. Oh, go ahead. That's go ahead. true.
1: No, no, no. It, it's so true. It's so true. What you're saying, it, it, because you literally took the words out of my mouth. You know, and we are so we have we're so focused on on this particular thing, and the reason why we are usually focused on these things as opposed to what we are supposed to is because of the voices we listen to, we hear, because of the voices. That's why it's imperative be intentional about who you listen to. Absolutely. I said it. Wh- whoever is informing you is forming you. It's forming you because you become a sum total of the information that you're receiving, okay? And then that's the thing. And then leading you in a direction that Is not supposed to be where you are headed. And the reason why you're succumbing to it and you're following their lead is because you're not taking out time to hear from the one whom you're supposed to be listening to, the one whom you're supposed to be taking the directions and directives from. You're rather listening to man's opinion or suggestion of who you should be, of the path you should follow. Right. Because you feel like, oh, it feels right. Or maybe it's a trend. Or maybe this is what feels like. I, I think I, I, I said, no, no, no. It's usually that part, that thing that you think is not significant is usually where the fullness of who you are is embedded in.
2: Wow. Man, i am enjoying That's this conversation, this interview right here with you myself. Yeah, my I, I'm being blessed by my the brother. words that you're saying. <laughs> Um I, I know the people tapping in right now has definitely gotta be receiving this word, man. Brother, brother, brother. Because
1: we 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 need to we need to change these these mindsets, these constructs that have so they've held us captive, you know, and, and that's why people can live their to their fullest they can live a purposeful life why because you are allowing your purpose to be defined by man no because at the end of the day when man defines your purpose man is able to to decide when you start and when you stop
2: how many you gonna give us today how many (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing that's amazing So, man, I honestly don't even know how to shift gears from this powerful conversation to what happened. <laughs> it's amazing man. Man. Right, so so, I got uh seven words that I wanna uh say to you, mm-hmm. and for each word, I want you to mm-hmm. tell me the first mm-hmm. thing that comes to your mind when you hear it
0: mm-hmm.
2: and the reason I'm doing this is because everybody's mindset can be a little bit different on how we process mm-hmm. information, mm. Mm-hmm. So, the first word is love. When you hear that word, what does that mean to you in your life? Make it relatable to your life. What does that mean? Family. 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 Okay. And, family. And, and anger, what does that mean to you? Hmm.
1: Struggle. 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 Yeah. Struggle. Because, yeah. Your struggles, yeah. Your struggles, they, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Struggle for me. <laughs> yes. That's the first Fear. thing to
2: Fear. Limitations. Mm. I know so many people is relating to this right now. You kind of said this one already with love, and I think that's amazing. Family.
1: Oh, yes. <laughs> that's love <laughs> right here in my heart.
2: <laughs> Peace. Mm. The
1: Holy Spirit. The
2: Holy Spirit. God, I love it. And I got one more, but before I get to the next one, I want to touch on peace really quick. Because mm. you said something in one of your posts, and I loved it so much. I said, I got to share it in the interview. You <laughs> said, peace is not the absence of trouble,
0: mm.
2: but the presence of God in your troubles.
1: Oh, yes, sir. Yes. Yes.
2: This whole time, we've been talking about struggle and you making it through. Mm. But at the same time, let's talk about that peace. Mm. What was that peace like for you in that moment when you finally got it, that download from God? What was that peace like?
1: It was, it was more like um, you've won a case. For me, it was more like you've won a case, you've won a battle. Mm. Like you've literally won. You've won that. That's how it felt because, for me, it's it's more like I'd been fighting against the tide for so long. But then, when I finally gave in, I'm like, you know what, Lord? But you know, I'm done struggling. I'm done fighting with this. Right. It's he kind of like it's more like God breathes on you and says, "Now you're here." It goes further, Dion. I mean, he told me in the breaking process. He said to me, when you know that you've gotten there, this is the one test I want to give to you. When you walk into rooms where normally you'll be recognized per the Africans there, when you walk into rooms and you know normally you'll be recognized, do not expect to be recognized. Take your eyes off the recognition. Don't Mm. expect to be recognized when you walk into those rooms. Walk in there like you're just every other person. That's when you know that you have overcome that self. that's when you know that you have let go. I'm like, Lord the <laughs> yard that's, that's Dior. real <laughs> Dior. 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 imagine you what it feels like you know what it feels like imagine you walk into a room now, the people know you from everywhere and you don't expect to be recognized. you just walk in and just go sit, and then they will eventually recognize, but your mind has been structured in a way where you have taken the gaze off of you. You've taken the attention off of you and your gaze is on him right now. It's not about you, but it's in the him that is reflected through you,
2: not the you anymore. <laughs> wow. <Brother>. Wow. <laughs> I love it. I got one last word for you and this is how we are going to wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Now, I used to ask this question in a way where it was more self-centered about how mm-hmm. you want other people to think of you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to let you take this one. Legacy. What does that mean for you? Hmm. What people remember me for. For me, Mm -hmm.
1: the truth is, Dion, we're both believers, but tomorrow is not guaranteed. Dion, tomorrow is not guaranteed. We don't say that out of fear. We say that out of a life that is sold out to him. We're not afraid of death. They love their lives not unto death. You get it? We're not afraid of death. We've overcome that fear. Why? Because we have lost our attachment to what this flesh collects because it's this flesh that makes us fear that okay so we are we're making sure that we live a purposeful life and in living a purposeful life we're making sure that our lives shine the light that men need to see to be connected to the father so for me legacy is let me be remembered for the fact that i stood for the truth that my life was a representation of his truth that men could see the truth because truth has a voice even by not even speaking in your silence your silence will speak volume so like I was really telling him, if my silence speaks more sincere than my words, let me be quiet so that your truth can speak for itself. Let it reflect itself through my life. For me, legacies, how I want to be remembered. Not for what, not for what I did. Like, all of these things are nothing. These things are nothing. But how did your life influence men? How did your life work for the kingdom? How impactful? Was your life upon this earth? That men will sit back and say, Yes, his story changed my life, his walk gave me a different perspective about my relationship with God. His journey inspired me to be better, to pursue God even much more. His brokenness made me see how feeble I am, made me learn vulnerability with God, and understood that vulnerability with him is strength that we receive in exchange.
2: Uh, y'all Oh my goodness. Lord I'm feeling that me. word right there. That Ooh. is the that's the best answer I have ever heard to that question. Hands mm-hmm. down. That is the best answer. Listen, I, I know we could talk all day. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> You know yes. you you know what that's like when you do yes. It's like give and take give and take because I'm sitting yeah. here I'm hearing a word from you man. I'm I'm just hearing it throughout yes. the whole interview. It's been an awesome um, interview with you, brother. Uh, let, let everyone know what you got going on right now before I forget.
1: <laughs> well, well, I got my new song out there in all of you, which is still streaming on. It's available on every platform for you to stream. The video is on YouTube. And um, yes, that's what I got going on now. And of course, um, getting back into the grind, going back to Nigeria and a couple to go, you know, do some projects there and be, I'll be there for a few weeks. And, um, we're getting back in, you know, the Lord is giving a release to to branch out in different angles for me, you know, getting back into the craft again, but with a renewed perspective, with a renewed perspective and a renewed mentality.
2: I love it. I love it. Oh. Thank you so much. That is Joseph Benjamin, y'all. Y'all gotta follow him on social media, wherever you need to to get this download because he <laughs> is dropping gem after gem and his experiences that he's gone through. He's got through them, through God and he's sitting here and he's letting you know I'm showing that light of Christ right through me, right through me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate you for being part of that light, man, and and just shining on all the darkness that's going on in the world right now because we need more of it. Yes,
1: absolutely we do. We absolutely do, my brother. The world needs that light. The world needs that light, especially when I see the, the industry, this industry we're in. It needs that light, it needs that light. Honestly, my brother, it does. And that's why I stood my ground when I got in here. I said, I will not compromise to get into anywhere, to get into the rooms that I need to get into here. God will make those ways, who open those doors, who put me at those tables at the appointed time. I do not chase after man. He uses man to bless you, but my gaze is on him. Because if you put your gaze on man, man will fail you, but your gaze needs to be on the Father so that he will align you to be in those places where those men will find you.
2: Oh my, Ooh. that's another one. <laughs> I, we could go yo, on. We, on. Yo, we
1: need to, honestly, we could go on. Another
2: oh on. my goodness. I, yeah. I, this is the, this is one, of, and I've interviewed a lot of people. This is probably one of the first interviews. I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> man,
1: I'm just, I'm, I'm enjoying this, man. This I'm is amazing.
2: This. I'm enjoying this. this. is amazing. Oh. This is amazing. This is amazing. I thank God for you, my brother. I thank, thank God so for everything God. that you that how you're uh, let him live through you and you being a vessel for the kingdom. Um thank you so much. just an observation when I went on your page, I didn't see you. I yeah. saw the work of God through you. Hallelujah. So keep that up, man, because Hallelujah. that's what we need. That's what we Hallelujah. need. Hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you, my brother. That has been my desire. Thank and i you. not yeah. Yes, that is my desire, that he be in me and let me decrease every day. Yes, let Christ be rebuilding me in all that I do. It's not about me, but him, 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 him.
2: Yes. I get it. I get it. Every day that you said, I get it. I get it. Right now, like, even the song and all of you, like, I get it. I see the pain. I saw the struggle. And then I see where it led. So I I, I get you 100% right now, my brother. And I I really do appreciate your time today. Thank you so much for coming through the King Legend Talk. It's been my pleasure to have you here. it's,
1: it's, It's been an honor to be here, man. Thank you so much for all you do for the kingdom. Thank you. God bless you, my brother. My prayer for you today is that let his grace be sufficient for you, that he'll constantly give you the wisdom that you need to apply and the path that you need to follow, the things that you need to disconnect from, let him give you constant clarity that you will pull, that just like gold going through fire, you've gone through that process, Dion. My prayer is that you come out f- refined because there's 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 a path that he's causing you to follow that is creating a life for men that those who have not seen will begin to see, Dion, my prayer for you is that let him pour grace upon your lips that when you speak you do not speak of your own accord but you are speaking that men will understand and see and those who have known you before now that they begin to see because yes they begin to say yo there's something different about you but this is just they're just seeing the beginning of it beyond because there's a path God is taking you through that's why he made you go through what you went through so that you become a voice for him that even in the midst of that crowd and that circle that have known you that what they begin to see now is a renewed and redefined you that is speaking for the kingdom one who is sold out to a
2: call that is my prayer for you Dion I receive it I receive it thank you so much amen and amen look we got to end this interview right there because we going to keep going <laughs> I appreciate no. you again man. we, we got to talk again I got some big no things problem. coming up I definitely going to have to communicate with you and see if we can uh, work on that Absolutely. okay
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I would
2: love to have you back on the platform anytime. Absolutely,
1: absolutely, man. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, brother. Thank you so much for making it all the way through another great episode of King Legend Talks. I truly hope you feel motivated to go out and make your dreams come true. If you would like to stay notified on what's happening next and stay connected within the community, Please follow the host on social media at KingLegend757 or visit our official website where you will find the video version of this interview at www.KingLegendTalks.com. Thank you so much for your support and
2: may God continue to bless you.